sweet hello and the warmest welcome back to the Passion Break podcast. It is Jess here and today we are kickstarting the third episode on Passion Break podcast travel series. So on today's episode I wanted to bring something juicy. I was thinking like what could be the juiciest topic to cover right now and that is the dating life in Spain. So I've been living now one and a half years in south of Spain as a single so I have stories to tell. <laughs> so I thought to cover on this episode what kind of people are here, how's the dating apps, the pros and cons, and just few experiences that I've had. So I hope you have a comfortable seat, good drink, and let's jump right in. So just a month before I moved to south of Spain, I broke up with my last partner and I had like a month time in Finland at my mom's place before I came here in Spain and I thought like already in that month I worked out a lot of my feelings and a lot of like what was and what isn't anymore. So when I arrived here in Spain I was so ready to turn the page. So almost immediately I downloaded uh, Bumble and yeah started dating and to be honest I feel like for me starting to see new people And especially, I feel like there is definitely, like, in Spanish culture, there is that Latino vibe. So it was very, like, taking you, you know, hardly in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know I'm going to say that way, but, like, it was like, okay, come on, let's go. Like, it was not like, oh, we're just sweetly dating, going for a coffee. No, girl, it was, like, going down wild <laughs> really quick. And I really think that helped me a lot to move on and to just come into this space like oh my god like there is so many people I know that I feel when you come out of of relationship especially for me I felt like amazed of how many cool people I could meet and I, everybody felt so cool because I was obviously comparing to my old relationship I was comparing like oh I did not have this in my relationship or I did not feel this way or he didn't do that which is not maybe good because of course my ex-partner had a lot of good qualities but I felt I guess it was part of my healing to see what I was so to say lacking of and I remember this one night when I had really amazing sex and I was just laying on the bed looking on the ceiling and just being like fuck yes <laughs> like it was just this this release you know it was just this release from my body to be like experiencing this passion and this drive and this like lust and and that you feel free in your body and you're experiencing pleasure because the past months had been like so much you know pain and so much like keeping it all in and trying to balance things out and of course like the last months of my relationship was very terrible before the breakup so it was just like this freeing feeling and I I remember in that moment and the next day I was just like looking towards the sunset there was this moment when I was in my living room the sun was setting and I was just like keeping my hands on my heart and I was dancing around the living room and just feeling this freedom of 
how feel like how free you can feel after releasing this how you say like a mental prison you know when you are in unbalanced relationship and you're constantly trying to be better and making the relationship better and making things work and all of that and then when you come into the moment when you feel like you're not obligated to do that anymore you're the, those thoughts are not anymore like eating you up and you are just free of those and all you have is like pleasure like person that gives you pleasure gives you all those good emotions and good feelings and that you feel free that you don't even feel attached to that new person you just are and you are enjoying and it was this feeling and lesson to be learned I was like why do I keep myself so long why did I keep myself so long in that position of just trying and trying and trying even the plant was just dead like I just needed to cut the branches and say goodbye but I instead just tried to water it and give it all the food that it could just blossom again but no it didn't it didn't it it was dead and that's why I was like I wish I would have, you know, given this chance for myself before to know that this life is so fucking precious, you know? I don't believe we have time to day after day, week after week, feel miserable, whether it is miserable with your work, with your family, with your relationship, with your friends, with your life around you, like... If you have a chance, which I think most of us, especially in the Western world, have, take it. Because when I was in the relationship, I was like, I love him. I, I want this work. I want to, to do everything that I can to make this work. But then when I got out and I moved to Spain, I was like, what the fuck? You know, you just see things so differently. And especially when I started to date people. And that's something I think I've learned most throughout this year and a half dating here in Spain, I have gained so much confidence that it is insane how much confidence I have gained. And I have gained so much clarity on what I want from my partner, what is the biggest values, the biggest qualities that are most important for me, because I exactly know there is not a perfect person. I'm not looking for a perfect person there. The perfect person does not exist. I do believe that you create the beautiful, amazing relationship. You create it together, but not that you just meet a perfect person and you are perfect and then you're together perfect. That does not exist, at least in my world. And, um, I would say that why my confidence has grown a lot is because especially the last guy that I've been dating, he has brought the aspects up that I never really appreciated in myself. He has shown me like, you know, I don't, I don't think congratulating is the right word, but like he's been like kind of bringing them in front of me and say like, look look what you did, this is so fucking amazing, or like, look at yourself from the mirror, like, you are so beautiful, like, things like that, that I'm like, actually, yeah, I am, <laughs> or like, yeah, it's actually pretty cool that I did, so I have just, like, seen parts of me through someone else's eyes, 
And sometimes that's so necessary because when someone else tells you, like, don't you get it? Like, look how beautiful your hair is or look how gorgeous this thing was that you did. Like, you should appreciate yourself by doing that thing. You're like, oh, I never, like, gave myself that credit. And gaining that confidence also goes into learning really hard lessons. There was few very terrible happenings that I don't want to dive too deep into but what I do want to say and note out here is that like my therapist well says that dating life and especially on the apps it is like a wild west there's no certain set of rules there's a lot of people you have no idea about so it is very important to stay cautious And I give you three things that I want to say out loud that I learned from this year and being on dating apps. Number one, I have set myself a rule that I will meet the person five times in a set where other people like cafes, restaurant, movie theater, so on, walking on the beach so that I'm not alone with him in his house, my house or drive somewhere far or something. No, like no, I'm over that super spontaneous, let's go on a road trip. No, no, no. I'm going to see you in different setups, in different times, in different days, so that I can build little trust, little safety, and that you can show up to me that you are a person uh, worth to trusting for. Second thing, if that person brings you like anxiety and and you feel uncomfortable, okay, uncomfortable with him, when you are with him, something what he said, something about his body language, or something that his ideologies, if you feel uncomfortable, not a good thing, and you don't need to put yourself through that to be like, oh, but maybe he had a bad day, or oh, maybe he didn't mean it, no, 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 anxiety, uncomfortability is your body telling you no, If you feel relaxed, listen to, and you feel like, okay, I have some butterflies because this is the first date, but let's see. And then when you see him and after a few few minutes talking, you feel more relaxed. Good sign. Good, 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 good. Okay. The opposite. No, 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 no. Third thing, FaceTime them. FaceTime them before you fucking see them. Oh my God. This has saved my online dating life because... When you talk to them, it's like, okay, you get kind of that vibe or voice messages even more. But when you FaceTime them, you see their body language, you see how they present themselves, they see how they conversate with you. It is like a speed date, you know? And I know some people is like, oh my God, that's so awkward. Like I've never seen him. Well, take it as like you are calling with your new co-worker on a Zoom. You don't take that as an awkward, don't you? Or you maybe feel like, oh, I don't know how he is. That's it. Like, don't take it so, like, dead seriously. Just be like, I'm going to give him a ring. Let's call and ask him. And if he's going to be like, oh, that's a little weird. Well, fucking red flag. So you can just move on. Because the right person is going to be like, if you say, hey, I would like to, like, take a FaceTime. I think it's, like, good that we both feel safe with each other the first time we see. And just, like we get over with that uncomfortability or whatever you want to say it. And if that person's going to be like, hey, I never done it before, but hey, cool, let's do it. Good, because they appreciate 
and respect that you feel safe and good. Okay, that's so important. Now let's move on. I even forgot what we're going to talk about. <laughs> so dating life in Spain. Okay, first of all, there is a lot of different people. Mostly there is Spanish people. And I don't say if I would recommend the Spanish from the South. I'm so sorry, but I feel like more north I go, the Spanish get better. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But they get more handsome. They get more taller. They get more, I don't know, like that masculine, what I'm looking for, you know? So there's the Spanish. And then after the Spanish, there comes the Argentinians. And there is a lot of Argentinians. And I think they bring a great, like, great mix. I mean, Latino vibes. And um, there is also some from Uruguay. Um, I don't see a lot of Brazilians because they are mostly in Portugal, obviously. But yeah, mostly from Uruguay. A few I've seen from Peru and then Argentinians. Then there is a huge community of Nordics. So mostly Finnish and Swedish, but there's also Danish and from Norway. After the Nordics, there is the Germans. There is quite a lot of Germans, especially on the center of Malaga and um, kind of close to Tarifa. Then there is the Moroccan, um, and then there is the Netherlands. Like, not a lot of them, but mostly people who come for vacation, escaping the rain <laughs> and coming here for a little holiday. So, big, big pro about all of this is, of course, the diversity. I love it, and I think it's so cool to meet different people from different parts of the world discuss their culture discuss you know their childhood how they grew up their values how they see the world why they came here and so on like it's very interesting and it is great conversation starter yet i feel the con is that people are constantly moving you know they're they're There's a lot of people who come here for like six months or four months or even just for a week or on a vacation. I have met very interesting people and then they're like, oh yeah, I'm leaving back home next week. And I'm like, great, amazing. Like, no, I did not get a crush on you, but go back home. And of course, you will like be able to make things work with person you fall in love with, even though they go back in their home country and especially if it's inside Europe. But, you know, if you go on a one or two dates, maybe not enough to really kickstart the whole thing. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely the con. Um, but one pro is also that it is really easy to to date here in that manner that there's so many things to do. You know, there is you can choose from so many different like activities and um, you can go just walk on the beach. It's like so, so like easy to kind of, you don't need to plan too much. It's like, okay, let's see at this train station at this time and let's go from there. Do we go for drinks? Do we go for a walk? Do we go for coffee? Do we just uh, get this spontaneous plan to go and watch the sunset in this and this spot? Like that is what I think makes it Um, really fun to date actually here because you can be creative with the things you are doing together um, I felt like for example in Finland it was very limited sometimes to like it was always like going for a coffee or always going for a walk and it was freezing outside and you're like Ugh. so I feel here is like okay I can make a date for you know in tomorrow's night or even this night and just let's go and meet up um, 
And it is, I would say the pro here is it's much more relaxed, especially if I compare to like Portugal, even Portugal, and especially to Finland, it's much more relaxed. Like it is like, let's meet up, you know? And it's not like, oh, like he doesn't even reply to my message or um, like I do feel if I, let's say that I match with 15 people and I put on Bumble, I need to put first the message. So I put message for Let's say for all of those, because I'm actually very uh, careful with who I match with. Um, so I put message for all of those 15 people. Usually like 12 out of 15, they reply to my message. And in Finland, <laughs> oh my God, it was like you match and you put a message and they don't even reply. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, why did we even like match? Okay, maybe you're here maybe you're even a fucking relationship and you're just like here like getting some boost like ego boost or you know like just playing it around when you're taking a shit you know what I mean um but for me it's like I'm there to meet people I don't care if we're just gonna have a good night out and just like have a great conversations or we're gonna become the next you know married couple I don't know but I want to get to know to you. I'm here to get to know to people, not to just, you know, get like distraction or that it's like a phone game. It's not. It's it's like we're humans there, you know. I'm not. Yeah, I I, I want it to be authentic, and and I I I am there for a fucking purpose, you know. So I do appreciate that people like respond and. Um, and it, like it's easier, I feel like, to create the conversations and, um, yeah, meet up. What I have seen, very fucking surprisingly, is that the the dates that I have had with Spanish people, they are not ready to pay, and they are not ready to like be like, hey, I'm gonna pick you up from your home, I'm gonna bring you back, like, let me offer this dinner for you. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, no. Mm, I would say I don't, like, now haven't counted for how many dates I've been with the Spanish guy, but let's say around five. And four out of those five dates, I needed to ask, like, so how are we going to pay this? And they're like, oh, we, like, we split, right? And I'm like, okay. It's not okay, but okay. <laughs> okay, so... Let's say this way. So let's talk about splitting the bill. I do expect you, if we, if I go on a date with a guy, I do expect you to pay the first date wherever we go. And I do expect that we can discuss together where should we go. But if we go in a, re a restaurant, you make the reservation. Because I need to see that you are taking the leader position, okay? And I am not going to be the one who's going to do those things. And I do want to see that you are in that position to be like, I'm ready to pay this meal for you. I'm ready to give this to you. Because I, when I see that you are ready to give that thing for me, be ready, boy. Because I have a lot to give. I have a lot to love. I have a lot to care. But I need to see that you are taking the first step of being like, hey, baby, I'm going to pay this meal. Good. Good, good, good. You just earn the points then on the next time I can offer the coffee for you or down the line I will do things you know and I will pay for things but 
in my philosophy, I want to see the first step because I feel like that puts us in the right position. You know, when I mean positions, is there even positions? I think there's any, like, all is left is personal. What you feel good with. Let's not dive too deep into that. But that's one con that I've actually seen, at least with the Southern Spanish guys. There is not really that, let me take care of you, baby. Uh, let me give this world to you. No, no. Romantic. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Would I say that Spanish are romantic? I would say that um, they have this little... I would say that they have this little different touch. They, Yeah, exactly. They, they're not afraid to kiss you on the street or hold your hand on the street or show, like, say beautiful words or something like that. But they, you know, I don't, I wouldn't still say that they're romantic or doing ro like romantic gestures. I have not received any flowers or like things like little gifts or something like that from any of the Spanish guys that I've been dating. Like I said, I feel like they are more like, it really feels like I'm dating a friend. Like really, like it feels like very, like I said, it's more relaxed and it's like, oh, let's see what we do and let's see where it goes. Like it's like really, sometimes I really need to think like, are we friends or are we dating? Because it's not really clear from them you know it's not that they take the first step or they take your hand and they're kissing you no but then when you go into that that you are in a relationship because I have been in a relationship with Spanish then it's like okay uh, they're not hiding that you're their girlfriend and especially especially now we go to the Latinos if, especially if it's a Latino oh girl the whole world will know that you are a couple <laughs> So I had or have had um, this, um, I don't even know what to call it. We were friends from the beginning and then things kind of started to shift because we had this immersive sexual energy and it is by far one of the best sex I've had in my life with this guy who is Argentinian. And at least the experience with him is like, in the beginning, we were in the middle of fucking supermarket. And for a Nordic person, it is weird to kiss in a supermarket. If you kiss in a supermarket in Finland, people will look at you like up and down and be like, get the fucking room, you know? And there he was like taking me and like, you know, kissing me passionately in a fucking supermarket. And I was so uncomfortable. I was like, no, like, oh my God, I'm gonna do these not next to the fucking tomatoes. <laughs> so yeah it was like very weird for me to get to use to this passion and like you know just in the car you know just like starting to kiss passionately and I'm like uh, we were going to the restaurant right like <laughs> I needed to you know really like get spontaneous and also obviously draw the lines I, I said from the very beginning like I don't feel very comfortable with this and that so I needed to tell him where my lines go but when I relaxed myself and I was like yeah who cares like if we kiss in the supermarket who cares you know of course like don't start to like make out like touch intimate parts and stuff but like gosh um it's like you know also like release it a little bit don't need to be so serious and tired which I feel is 
what Scandinavian dating is. Like you don't see, like in Finland, you don't see people showing love. I can ask many, many of my friends and say, did your parents show love to each other? Some of them have never even seen their parents kiss, you know? So for me, it was really taking into this Latino energy, but I do love it. I do love the passion. I do love the drive. I love the spontaneousity. I love to like, let's go, let's do. And um, I've had amazing moments with this Argentinian, like experienced so beautiful moments. And especially because he had a van and we were like going around Spain and he was showing and we were looking and being in the so amazing spots. And like, you can't even imagine the fucking sex in that fucking van oh my god (gasps) when the stars were like covering the sky and it's just you him and the fucking nature Mm. yeah so um the cons though with my experience with argentinian is that our culture is so different you know and even though i consider myself exactly like quite passionate and spontaneous person and like some things from the latino cultures really like touches me and it's like oh this is my vibe what is not my vibe at all is how you can go from zero to hundred in a milliseconds like it is insanity how some of our fights have been it's something that i have never experienced in my life because I can say something that takes him from zero to hundred, but he doesn't go from hundred to zero the same way. No, it takes him a week to come down. And now I don't have too many guys to compare. So I don't know, it can be just personal, right? And it might not be also culture, right? So just take my story as my story, my experience, my point of views, but this is not like every Latino, every Argentinian is like that. No, right? It has been the hardest thing with him to have arguments because it's impossible. (laughs) I feel it's impossible to have an argument. I'm actually scared to have arguments because it goes so far and it goes so deep, so quick that I'm like, wait what we were actually discussing about a parking place you know and now we are here and now we're both feeling fucking shit and like I never scream I'm, I'm I'm a person who hates fighting I'm I stay calm I stay calm until someone says something that triggers the shit out of me and then I am like okay the lion is out you wanted it you get it okay but it's it's you need a lot, you require a lot. So I stay calm. And I think that is what pisses him off even more to just see that I'm like a calm and I'm just like, okay, well, I think this way, I feel this way. How do you feel? Like, I'm really like, kind of like a therapist on that moment, like just trying to solve the situation. And I can see that he's like weirded out that I don't react back, like, you know? And I am really like mostly like so calm and even sometimes like get cringy because I'm just looking at him yelling in the middle of the street to me about a parking place and I'm like excuse me but like what the fuck like what goddamn drama show I am in like um yeah so it's it's something that I see and I feel like 
in Spain in, in general, how, how could I explain it? I feel like there is different cultural difference when it comes to like getting forward in life. And, and what I mean with that is that we are very ambitious in North. I feel like every time when I talk with my friend, they have achieved something, they have done something big. It's like, it's, it's like really determined and like do get better, blah, 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 blah. And that's what I'm in. And then when I talk with some of these guys that I've been dating, whether they are Latinos or Spanish, it just seems like even they are double my age. I have experienced and done and achieved so much more. Like, I never compare or say he's worse than me or he hasn't done as much as me because we all have different paths. But what I mean is like, there's not that drive. Like, I'm going to go and travel there. I'm going to do that or I'm going to achieve this. And again, I can't generalize. I have met also very ambitious and very, you know, go-getters and doers from this culture. But mostly it's like, for example, again, huge con. I understand why though, but there is people, Spanish people that are still living in their homes and they are in their 30s, okay? And I'm like, oh, so after those five days or whatever, <laughs> when I go to your place, I meet your parents. What? Oh, like, no, I don't want it. Like, it's weird. Like, when I'm walking out of the bathroom after we have had sex, like, first of all, thinking like, did your dad hear us or not? And I walk there like half naked and your dad comes and is going to the same bathroom. And I'm like, <laughs> you can go first. Like, what the fuck? No. So that's something that I, for example, like I moved out when I was 16. I moved out of home when I was 16. And then when I was dating this guy who still lived in his home in his 30s, I mean, I'm sorry, but I can't take you fucking seriously. If your mom still cooks for you and, like, puts your clothes in your fucking wardrobe, like, nah, you know? It's just huge difference. It's just, like, a huge life experience difference, you know? So, yeah. And I would say that one other thing that I have seen and with the guys that I've been dating, they don't take me seriously, Okay. Because I'm not Spanish and I don't speak fluent Spanish. They don't take me seriously. They take me already from the beginning as a fling. And I have seen this with a couple of guys. And it fucking sucks. Because they play it so well. They act, you know, that we are going somewhere. And then suddenly they just like kind of take it back. And then I'm like, okay, well, what's this shit? And then I just realized like, yeah. It's, it's like they never took me seriously because I'm just this tourist girl here, you know? They didn't even think in their right mind that, oh, she could be a potential girlfriend. I feel like I could talk about this so long and I don't know, I have covered quite a con, so I'm trying to think pros. Um, to be honest, the best dating experience I had from the actual dating experience, okay? I'm not saying um how he was or how he was like how our dynamic was but just how he treated me and how the dating went and how our dates went and what we did and how we chat and all that was Italian okay <laughs> so um 
I felt most like romantic gestures and like put effort on and like of course I bring you home and of course I open the goddamn door for you was Italian so I have not seen that from Spanish people like I said they they act like I'm their best friend or something like yo bro what's up like and I'm like uh I thought we were on a date but okay <laughs> so yeah and I'm, I'm even thinking about like the first kisses and something for example there was one Spanish guy that took so long to fucking kiss me and I was like just do it bro like I'm just here (laughs) and I didn't like I wouldn't want to kiss him because I wasn't even sure if he wanted to kiss me you know and I was like I'm not gonna do it and then he was like yeah sorry I'm a bit shy like it takes a long time for me to do it and I'm like it's okay but just do it so eventually he did but um that's what I would say is it I have not really found like it is easy from where I come from and how I work and how is my mentality and values that I would say like, oh, it's been the best experience ever to date Spanish people. For anybody who has not dated a person who is not from their country and culture, you wouldn't even believe how big of a difference it can be. Like, you know, even from the next country, like dating a Swedish person, there was already like big differences of how we saw things and how how was a worldview and obviously this is very personal and who you grew up with and what kind of family you grew up with but it can be huge and I do appreciate and you can definitely like fall in love and create a family and be super happy with a person who's from another part of the world like definitely you can but sometimes it is fucking hard (laughs) the value differences and it's because for you it is so clear like no the thing is done this way like I have my whole life done it this way and then the the other person is like no but I have done it this way and then you're like there is no right way you both need to become so fucking humble to understand that there is no right way there is your way and his way and you need to figure out and be curious about why he works that way or thinks that way and why you think this way and that way um also by the way just really really by the way stis they are not really researched here like people don't go and test themselves like when i've been asking like when did you get last tested they don't even remember they're like oh maybe like four years ago and i'm like dude you've been single four years like what the fuck like go and test yourself jesus you know and like in in Nordic countries, I feel like, you know, I at least get myself tested every year, especially if I've been single, maybe twice, For sake of my own health and sake of for the other other person, even though I am very careful with the goddamn birth control. And so you should too. You know what I mean? Use it. Don't tell me it kills the mood because it does not fucking kill the mood if it keeps you fucking safe okay mm-hmm. yeah so um even though sometimes people i've heard comments <laughs> literally i've heard a few comments like oh you're so like so kind of perfectionist with perfectionist with these things like you're asking a lot you're like making it short and i'm like obviously i'm making sure that we're both healthy and we're doing the right thing i don't want to ring linging with your phone after two weeks and ask like by the way are you ready to be a dad because I'm pregnant or call you and see like hey did I get this fucking chlamydia from you bitch or was it the last guy you know like 
no, I don't want that. So I am careful. And ladies, por favor, please ask that guy to wash their goddamn hands because you have even no idea. I was dating this one guy. We had a night after knowing him for a little while. We had a night, okay? And we had had a long day doing a lot of things outside. We go to the room and we have our things without doing any washing or wishing to any parts, even of the fucking hands. And I had the biggest ass urine infection of my life. For one month and a half, I was going in and out from a fucking hospital because no antibiotics like could make me feel better. And I was like thinking, this was because we were not careful with the hygiene. We did not do the basics of the basics of washing your goddamn hands. And even better would be to wash the intimacy parts if you've been whole day out, you know, to just have it fresh in many ways. So wash the goddamn hands, use the goddamn protection and um, ask, is he taking care of himself? You know, like... I don't want to go down or do anything with you if I know that you're not taking care of your records. You know, it's, it's, I think it's a basic thing. It's not that I ask too much. What the fuck? Like, obviously I ask. Like, for me, it's basic. And this is what I mean. For some people, it's not basic. For, for some people, it's like, oh, five years has passed. I've never tested if I have any things that I'm carrying with me, just there traveling with me. <laughs> mm. No, so it's your responsibility, you know, it is your responsibility to go and check yourself. I felt like when I came here, and especially if I look back in the years, my online dating was very like, oh, I'm just going to go and meet the guy. Oh my God, yeah, we got to go on a road trip. But this year I've really learned the hard lesson. Like no matter how good vibe you get from that person, do see him at least a few times to just really gain that trust. Like don't be blue-eyed and just trust blindly, you know, nah, okay, like, keep yourself safe, and listen to your goddamn intuition, and if there is some red flags, like, there are even slight comments saying, like, oh, yeah, someone actually said I'm a narcissist, or, oh, yeah, like, I just had this, like, a little addiction to drugs or whatever, uh-uh, <laughs> nah, Mm-mm. okay, people can change, People can do better if they say it as a victory story of like, I was this and that, and now I'm this and that, and I'm so better, and I went to therapy. Great. Okay? We need to stay respectful. We need to stay open. We need to stay stay empathic. But if you get that, you know, like red signs all around, do not cross that. Okay? Do not cross that. All right. So this has already become quite a long episode, but like I said, I could keep talking and to just like summarize it. The good part here is that this, at least this city and probably bigger cities like Madrid or Barcelona is so international. So there you can meet people from all around the world. But if you want to date Spanish, 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 go to the North, baby. (laughs) (laughs) that is my recommendation from the experiences that I've had so 
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Um, we're continuing with the travel series, so make sure to subscribe to the show to get all the next episodes. As well, recommend this podcast to your loved ones and friends if you found joy from here. You can come and follow me on Instagram at carson.jess. And yeah, I wanted to just mention that I'm actually creating a new online course that is ready and soon launching, and that is called How to Have Better Sex. I'm not sex therapist or I'm not sex coach, but sometimes you get just that best advice from a person who has experience. <laughs> so um, yeah, I am creating that course out of fucking fun. I had so much fun to create that course. And I have to say, it became pretty good. I've been watching it, re-watching it, and I'm like, I wish I knew these tips like a long time ago. So um, that is rounded up that. I hope you're having a great rest of the day and see you in the next episode. Bye!